Welcome to Opinion Out Loud, bringing you the best opinion pieces from the National Secular Society in audio form. Schools should be liberated from the compulsion of worship. As a bill to reform collective worship progresses in Parliament, the time has come for lawmakers to recognise that laws mandating worship have no place in modern Britain. Written and read for you by Stephen Evans, first published by the National Secular Society on 16th of September 2021. It was a tale of two bishops in the House of Lords recently, when peers debated a bill to replace the duty on schools to hold acts of Christian worship with a requirement to provide inclusive assemblies. The retired Anglican Bishop of Oxford, Richard Harris, supported reform of the law, arguing that the present legal situation simply does not reflect the society in which we now live. The serving Bishop of Oxford, Stephen Croft, speaking from the Bishop's Bench, argued that the present arrangement works well. The proposed law, tabled by Baroness Burt, would leave faith schools, including those controlled by the Church of England, untouched and would only apply to schools without a religious designation. Nevertheless, the bishop, who had only just finished leading prayers in the same chamber, urged his fellow parliamentarians to block it. He said worship was a vital part of what it means to be human, and the majority of the nation's children and young people shouldn't be denied, the experience of a spiritual, moral, social and cultural development connected to a living tradition. His tradition, obviously. Underneath this self-serving rhetoric was a warning that the values of Western civilization are essentially Christian, and if Christianity withers on the vine, the associated values might die with it. The extent to which the values of a liberal democracy flow from a Christian moral framework is debatable, but given that we're already living in a post-Christian society, it is clear that what we value in Western society holds strong, despite Christianity's decline. For many people, Christianity's diminished influence has facilitated a freer and fairer Britain. It's no coincidence that the least religious societies tend to be the most peaceful, prosperous and equitable. And let's face it, the Universal Declaration of Human Rights offers us a much more useful and relevant ethical blueprint than the Ten Commandments, with their prohibition on free speech and talk of slaves, oxes and donkeys. The idea that without a strong Christian presence in public life, we're all going to hell in a handcart is simply false. It certainly doesn't justify religious worship being imposed on people through legislation. The bishop, not relying solely on this line of argument, said collective worship has other practical benefits, providing a time to pause and reflect, to gather in community, to mourn in times of tragedy, to foster common values, to celebrate festivals and to build religious literacy. But all of the above can be better delivered through inclusive assemblies, which Baroness Burt's bill proposes, along with a renewed commitment to citizenship education. Schools play a vital role in transmitting the common values of society to future generations. Acts of religious worship are neither helpful nor desirable in achieving this aim. In defending compulsory Christian worship, 
the bishop was merely using his privileged position to further the interests of the church and to try to justify the unjustifiable. The simple truth is that laws mandating worship don't belong in a modern pluralistic liberal democracy, especially one that respects the principle of freedom of religion or belief. Young people should be given the tools and the freedom to develop their own beliefs. This is also the view of the United Nations Committee on the Rights of the Child, which has called on the UK to repeal legal provisions for compulsory attendance at collective worship in publicly funded schools, and to ensure that children can independently exercise a right of withdrawal from any religious observance that does take place. The retired bishop, Richard Harris, told Piers he supports the bill because Christianity is fundamentally committed to free choice. The only good reason for believing in a religion is because you believe and personally recognise it to be true. Free choice is one thing that reasonable people of all faiths and none should be able to agree on. It should be a matter of deep shame for the Church of England that its bishops still support their religion being imposed by law. Thankfully, Piers rejected the bishop's plea and the bill progressed unopposed. However, without government support, it's unlikely to become law. But the current collective worship requirement is a dead letter law that brings the UK into disrepute. The government should recognise this reality and liberate schools from the compulsion of religion. This episode was produced by the National Secular Society. All rights reserved. The views expressed by contributors do not necessarily represent those of the NSS. You can access the show notes and subscriber information for this and all our episodes at secularism.org.uk forward slash podcast. For feedback, comments and suggestions, please email podcast at secularism.org.uk. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a positive review wherever you can. Thanks for listening and I hope you can join us next time.